doing today? Ira Coleman here, the founder of Fluent Hustle. I am here with Stephen Conkey, the partner of Denver Business Coach. Fluent Hustle is a community that is looking to empower, promote, and help entrepreneurs achieve a higher level of greatness out of their uh, from themselves through their successes. And the stories we're going to be sharing with you with other entrepreneurs and individuals that are in the trenches every single day. So thank you very much for tuning in. If you're watching this, please go ahead and like, share, and comment. We want to get as much reach as possible to be able to help out. we got some fire alarms going on in the background, so hopefully everything is okay. But it's probably because we're bringing the heat, right? No. There you go. So um, Stephen is, uh, is, is one that grew up in Chicago. Um, he uh, moved out here to Denver back in 2000. Nine, two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, so he, he and almost I got years. almost almost a decade. Yeah, almost. Love it. So so he and I actually have a background both in Chicago, but we didn't know each other until just a couple months ago here um, in Denver through a networking opportunity that we belong to. So uh, Stephen, man, what's going on with you? How you doing? Good. Busy week for sure. Yeah. Um, enjoying life, uh, doing everything that I need to be doing, and uh, having fun. Beautiful. Yeah. So. Uh, I definitely appreciate you taking time to be on the, on our Facebook Live to help out the Fluent Hustle community. Absolutely. Uh, this is really about getting to know who you are and what you're about um, and getting some advice that we can provide to the business community. There's one thing that I really stand behind is the more stories we can share of failure, failing moments on a regular basis, mm -hmm. that's going to all help us navigate through the trenches that we're dealing with. Entrepreneurship can be a very lonely journey. Um, and I, I like to get some of your in, your your advice and insight to be able to make that journey um, less of a struggle overall. Absolutely. Uh, also, uh, Stephen's going to be the co a co contributor of our workshop we have coming up. Be in charge of your success. Uh, so make sure you check that event out. We'll we'll tag it here in the comments below. Uh, it's going to be a phenomenal opportunity to essentially get some. Some, some some direct coaching curriculum from him um, and apply that to your business moving forward. So um, let's talk about who you are as an individual. You grew up in Glen Ellen, Illinois. Yes, sir. Uh, that's about 20 miles or so just west of Chicago. Yep. Um, I grew up in northwest suburb Schaumburg. Um, right. And I've, I've been through Glen Ellen many, uh, many of times. It's actually a, a, a Kind of goes into a little valley, right? Yeah, it's very hilly. Got a lot of trees. Uh, the high school I went to out there called Glenbard West is, sits on top of a hill right next to a very beautiful lake. Great time, great place to go in the fall. Yeah. Sure. Um, and how you say you came out here just over a decade ago, mm -hmm. um, or just about a decade ago? What brought you out to Colorado? Um, you know, I've always been interested in Colorado. Um, the, the snowboarding, the hiking, the mountains uh, has always been appealing to me. I got an opportunity to go to college up at CU in Boulder. Um, that fun time, I bet. Oh yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> Five years worth of too much fun. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's what brought me out here. Um, just kind of the, the outdoor activities and, and everything like that. And I had a couple friends that uh, went to the school before me too uh, that said they loved it. So that's all the reason that I needed to come out here and I've been out ever since. It's been great. Has Colorado given you the, the native um, title yet or you, you know, still keep on earning that? They, uh, they told me, a, a native told me it's 10 years. 10 okay. years and then you can kind of consider yourself a native of Colorado. So I'm not there yet, but almost there. I'm getting closer. Yeah. Almost there. <laughs> so um, again, Ira Coleman here, the founder of Flow & Hustle. I have a partner here, Stephen Conkey, uh, Denver Business Coach. We're going to be bringing some high value um, education to you today, getting some insight on what it truly takes to be in business. And Stephen works with business owners every single day, um, and he comes in as a resource to allow them to reflect, sit back, 
and, and open up the scope of their vision within their within their uh, within their business, and then also put together a strategic plan that they can then run with moving forward um, to find a higher level of achievement. Yep. So before we get into the business aspect of and everything like that, uh, I, I gotta ask you, Cubs or Sox fan? Cubs all the way. Oh man, hey, we might have to cancel the show and, uh, <laughs> and postpone it again. Uh, I'm a Sox fan. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah of course. But I, I guess it came down. Who, who got the title first, right? We did. 2000 or 1908. Yeah. Oh, you bring out some stats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one reason I, I became a Sox fan wasn't because of, you know, it was the Cubs versus Sox. I just remember a, a memory that my, my, my mom and dad took me out to the game. They were seeing the fireworks and, uh, and, and some of the firework experience just kind of bought me into that. Um, I respect both sides. I got, I got a ton of friends that are, are big time Cubs fans and we always jab at the jaw. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, going up to Wrigleyville on the north side. It's a fun time. It just seems like not many people are actually watching the game. They're more in tune with the, the beer and the bleachers and everything like that. Bleacher scene, yeah. Yep. yeah. Have, you, have you been out there recently? Um, I went out there. Last time I saw a Cubs game um, was right before they won the World Series. And then I was actually out there for Game 7 of the World Series. Oh, wow. Won. Yeah. Wow. wasn't actually in Wrigley, but I was in Chicago. Yeah. It, was, it was a great time Definitely a memorable time for sure. And coincidentally, he and I are both going back to Chicago, uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend. Um, we're going to try and grab some green bear, beer together. Uh, green but beer. <laughs> it, it's, it's, I'm not sure if I'll have a chance to actually go up to Wrigley or not. But you know, from afar, I mean, the the, the, the the development they have going on is is, is, is crazy. So. It's, it's amazing for sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they've done um, in the last two years even um, that I haven't had a chance to really see the field. Um, but I've heard they've done some really cool things to it, for sure. So what's an everyday activity for you uh, being out here in Denver, away, away from work and, and, you know, seeing clients? Like, you know, what does Steven do on a regular basis just to kind of separate from that, you know, high-pressure um, you know, expectations you have to you know, deal with? Yeah. Um, you know, on a daily basis, I don't have too much time outside of the, the work realm. I do like going to the gym. And I got a, a, a dog, Australian Shepherd, that I take, to the walk, take on walks and How take old? to the park. It's about a year and a half. Okay. Brady. Brady. Uh, he's got, got beautiful blue eyes, and um, he, he's got a ton of energy right now. Um, so that takes up a lot of my time outside of work. Um, on the weekends, you know, I, I really think it's important for anybody who is an entrepreneur uh, to get out and really remove themselves, actually schedule time um, to get their head out of their business. Uh, that's where you are most creative. Um, you get an outside perspective. And how I do that is um, I take my dog on walks. Uh, we go to the mountains. We find some trailhead that we like and uh, try to conquer that on, on Sundays for sure. So that's that's one of the things I like doing. Um, that's what I really do outside of work. <laughs> I love that. Um, you, you mentioned, you know, scheduling time, not just like it being random, but scheduling right. time to get outside of the work mindset. Yes, sir. Uh, having that mental uh, wellness and, and not letting your business run you rugged or, or wild uh, within a thought process. So you know, getting out there and having a hike or having some type of enjoyment away from work, 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 um, seems like it's a very crucial component that you definitely try and bring to your clients uh, on an ongoing basis. Yeah, I. Uh, so one of the things I like talking about when I first talk to entrepreneurs, a lot of you, um, if you are an entrepreneur and you do own your business, a lot of the times you don't have time to really breathe. Um, it's important, you know, you're up late at night answering emails or doing the next research, reading the next blog. It's important for you to schedule time for yourself. 
put it on your calendar because for most of us, if it's not on your calendar, it's not going to get done. Yeah. We follow those to the T, and I know I do at least, so that's why I have to schedule um, time on my calendar to go on those hikes, to go to the gym, to, to actually have some me time, um, make sure that I do have those hours um, of the week that are more focused on me. Sure. So I'm actually doing a, uh, a, a nine-week entrepreneurship accelerator cohort program uh, right now for my nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of uh, that, that course, I think we're in week, week six coming ahead, um, it, was a, it was a take a reflection on how much time is being allocated on a daily basis, mm -hmm. right? And I remember you know, filling that thing out, and I was like, you know what? Like, I need to find more me time. Yeah. Right, like I'm on, I'm on the grind, you know, I'm making that, uh, making connections happen, networking all the time. Grab some water, help yourself. Uh, <laughs> Thirsty, uh, you know. And I think it's important that you know finding an hour or two hours a day to just decompress and separate is is is, is, is crucial. So, how did you get into becoming a business coach? What were you doing before that? Um, and like, how did that transition kind of come about? You know, it's 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 been a journey for sure, um, which I, I can appreciate um, hearing the journeys like throughout um, other clients that I work with. Sure. So, um, it's kind of been an accumulation. It was not where I wanted to go um, that per se, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, it, it's just kind of where I ended up with an accumulation of things going on. You know, growing up, um, I was exposed to corporate world working for a law firm um, in college. I did a lot of. Uh, side job, entrepreneurial, odd job stuff going on, um, house painting. I did a moving company, some lawn care stuff, just like mowing lawns. Um, but I fell in love with the entrepreneurial process very early on. Um, in college, I studied psychology and I wanted to kind of take a roundabout way, which is a very roundabout way, taking psychology to get into business. Um, but I thought at that time, uh, that's where business management, business sales, and business marketing was really going to go sure. is focus more on that aspect. Um, so I wanted to learn as much as I could about motivations, decision makings, things like that. So I studied that in school. Um, throughout that time as well, I managed a couple restaurants. Um, so I, I, at very young, 21 years old, I, I managed a million dollar restaurant in charge of 20, 25 people. Um, so I was exposed to that atmosphere very early on as well. Um, outside of or after college, I started working for a change management company, a research company based out of Fort Collins, great company called ProSci, short for professional science. And that's where um, I kind of learned that there was a an actual practice, a business practice that is kind of dedicated towards the person. Sure. And guiding, guiding a person, a project, and a company itself through a change, how to get from, from point A to point Z and what are all those letters in between. Right. right. Um, so that that's kind of what my focus was, working with a bunch of Fortune 500 companies for, for almost two years, um, traveling around the country, got to do some really cool things doing that. Um, within that company, I found a, a niche of coaching. Um, what I wanted to do is, is hang on uh, to the companies that we trained. Um, I, I wanted to focus in on the teams that we trained and not just give them a toolbox and say, here you go, but to guide them through the process. Um, the company that I worked for, ProSite, they weren't too into it, which is okay, um, but I took that idea and ran with it for my own uh, coaching company. So I take kind of some practices of, of how to get from point A to point B 
and how to everywhere in between uh, and using that as a way to focus on small businesses, um, focus on leadership development for the owner of the business um, and, and, you know, anywhere in between um, is how to get from one point to another. Awesome. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. many businesses um, at the small business level mm -hmm. at, at least and, and maybe getting to the, the corporate uh, level is the business owner, the innovator of that service or their product, they're really, really excited and, and, and passionate about, for example, an auto repair shop, right? Yep. That auto repair shop, the mechanic is typically the owner, mm -hmm. right? They're super excited about working on cars, they're super excited about making sure that they can fix whatever it might be. Um, but there's a component within that where they're, they're missing the other elements of actually how to run a business and then perhaps, you know, take that, you know, that mediocre business that they might have and, and, they, and they truly believe it is. It's like, hey, like I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. um, how do I become unstuck and how do I help it grow? Um, what kind of scenarios are, are, are limiting business owners from actually getting to that growth? Is it limited at least within themselves? Are there, are, there, are there barriers that they're putting in place that they're not really realizing? Um, so how do you really come in and, 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 and help them recognize that? So a, a, a lot of clients that we work with, a lot of business owners, they are really good at what you do. Like you said, the mechanic, very good at fixing cars, very good at, at, at that uh, trade, but what they aren't the best at is running a business. Sure. Um, so that's where we can come in and really help increase their business acumen of how, what it takes to, to, to run a business operationally and turn it into a business. Right. You know, a lot, a lot of those um, people that we do work with, they love what they do. But the common question that we get is... You know, I feel like I'm working all day long and getting nothing done. I, I feel like I, I own a job rather than owning a business. Right. You know, those are very common things that we hear. And that is our job to lift them up above their business and have them work on the business instead of in. Right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that. And, and, and you mentioned about, you know, working too much and not getting much out of it. Um, so, you know, it might be productivity, it might be a loss of direction, it might not be understanding their purpose, um, it might be a, a scenario where, you know, they, they, they only know what they know. Mm -hmm. So like, back to an auto mechanic situation, you know, if, 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 you, if you have an auto mechanic shop that might have three or four or five bays, and you might be making, you know, several, several million dollars in, in, in revenue, you still might be in a situation that you're limiting yourself, right? Yes. Or you might be that auto mechanic who is just, you know, a one bay operation. He's trying to figure out, hey, like, I got the skill set, I know what I'm doing, but I just don't have the business acumen to take it to a five or 10 bay opportunity, you know, coming ahead. So um, I'm assuming that you probably work with businesses at all levels, uh, but who's the ideal client for you? Um, yeah, ideal clients are, um, I like working with, Individual business owners. So there's two different types of clients that I really okay. like. Um, are the individual business owner who is, that's their common struggle, is I don't know what to do. I want to run this business. I want to grow it. I just don't know how. Sure. Great. Love to, working with those people. Um, those those business owners, as every, if you are one of those business owners, you know things move a little bit slower for the reason I still got to drive my business yep. and it's hard to work on it at the same time. Um, working with groups of people or teams of people, you get more done, 
but there's a lot more debate before a, a conclusion happens. Sure. A solo person is a little bit more agile, but things get done slower. Uh, a bigger group, you know, it, it, the more people in a ship, the harder it is to turn. Yeah. So, um, so an individual business owner mm -hmm. um, that has less input decision makers yeah. um, is, is, is where you're looking to focus. Yeah, that's so, great. So uh, I, I think you brought up a stat uh, that, that you want to share with us about that. So guys, go to denverbusinesscoach.com to learn more about Steven um, and his partner to understand exactly how they can help your business get to the next level. Um, and then I'm going to have uh, Steven read off this quick quote that he came up with that he wants to share with us. Uh, I wish I came up with this quote, but well, you didn't come up with it, but you came across it. So. I came across this quote. Uh, Fortune 500 or Fortune magazine uh, had a study on executive coaching for Fortune 500 companies that reported a 529 percent return on investment. 500 and what? 529 percent. Wow. Uh, return on your investment for using a coach. Um, that includes tangibles for the business and also significant intangibles for the individual as well. That's where I like about the, the leadership training, the development of that business owner as a leader for their business. That's kind of what those intangibles are as well, where they can continue on and take those beyond just the relationship that I have with them and work in their business using those skill sets that they learn. That's great. That's great. And if you're a business owner uh, that might be on the fence about executive coaching in, in, in general, Stephen, what can you say to you know inspire someone to take the consideration of it? I mean, one, you're, you're providing a, a, a service uh, that's intangible. Um, a lot of business owners take great pride in their business because it's their baby, right? And they want to make sure that they can put it in the hands, and that, that will put it in the hands, but get an understanding from someone else who's going to respect that level of pride um, and take them just as seriously moving forward. Um, so so you, you probably come across speculism and, st and stuff like that um, from individuals out there, but I know that you have a strong track history of change management. Yep. Um, I actually did a change management course with Jack Welch. Oh, yeah. um, not with him, but it was a Jack Welch course in change management um, back, back in my corporate career. And that was, it was very eye-opening. Oh, yeah. It's very eye-opening. So if you haven't done a change, a change management uh, workshop or seminar, you know, get with Steven. Talk about what can, you can do to move forward because when you understand the change management, management aspect, then you can also understand how to grow your business from where it is today, changing it to where you want to go moving forward. So, uh, so, so, so back to the question, you know, what, what, what's the biggest reluctancy that you might see when it comes to a business owner just even entertaining um, is it a pride situation? Are they not humbled? Are they, you know, maybe they're very humbled, but they're just scared to pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, a, it's an accumulation of things. Um, I, I think a lot of people are, are, are nervous about using a business coach um, because they don't really know what it means. Yep. Um, Good I, point. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's kind of one of the, the, those terms out there that's like business coach. Okay. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what do I get from that? So um, that's kind of what I try to do is I try to educate people on what business coaching is. Everyone has their own. Their, there's cookie cutter examples of business coaching out there. Or you can go with someone like myself and my partner, Simon, who really kind of try to customize and learn what you want to do, what you want out of your business. Yeah. And then also how to help you um, guide you through that whole practice and developing a strategy for you rather than. Hey, this is our strategy. This is what you're going to go through. Right. Um, so one, it's people don't really know what a business coach is. Two, it's it's the motivation factor is, do I want to grow? 
do I want to, or am I, I'm, I'm content where I am, do I need to grow, do I want to put in that work? It's that is a, is a big conversation that goes in our clients or our potential clients' minds of, should I pull a trigger? I don't know. Is it, and the, a lot of those pros and cons are, are weighed out. Have you come across a, a scenario where someone's brought you on and, and after going through the conversations with mm -hmm. you, they're like, you know what, Stephen, like, I thought I really want to grow, and, and maybe I don't want to grow. I just want to become more efficient. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, there, there's a couple different aspects of that conversation. We really go through a process to make sure, one, uh, at Denver Business Coach, we want to work with you and that you want to work with us, and it's a right fit. It's got to be a great relationship. It's got to be a good fit because that's what business coaching is. It becomes a relationship. Right. We go through the process together, um, and we direct your company to where it's going. And, so, you know, a lot of those conversations go, I don't know if I want to grow, but I do want to get more efficient. That's something we can't help out with. That just shifts our focus, you know. Um, Trying to streamline your processes. Do you have processes? Let's figure out where those holes are, those bottlenecks are. Then you can become more efficient in what you do, make more time for yourself. Right, right. Um, are there many businesses out there? I know you're about to get to another yeah. point. Are there, are there, go, no, 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 go ahead. Last point first, go ahead. Um, go for it. It might have slipped, <laughs> slipped out of I, my I, mind. <laughs> like when something comes out of mind with like, me, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta ask right away. So, how often are you coming across businesses that don't have processes? Like, I mean, because because oh, yeah. after a while, so I learned this from a leadership coach that I had uh, probably about eight years ago, eight, eight nine years ago. Um, it, might, it might have been a little bit sooner than that, but I had a leadership coach, and we went through kind of different levels of, of, of mindset and and. and whatever not but one thing he mentioned to me he's like ira you are an autopilot right yeah. um and he's like it's not good or bad he's like but you've spun well what you're doing and you found so much success in what you're doing it became autopilot to where he needed to pull me out of the pilot seat and get me to look from a different perspective Call for business owners is, is, is probably very often but why why is it difficult for a business to kind of scale their business business owners to scale their operations the business if they're stuck in autopilot. Well, I mean, you said it right there. The, the scaling per aspect of it is a lot of solo business owners, the, all the processes are in their head. They cannot scale unless these processes are doled out and everyone is understanding what those processes are. Right. Um, so it, it is a very common thing. And it can happen from a company who is just starting out or a couple million dollar in revenue company don't have processes. Um, so that's one one aspect that we will look at, and that is how a business becomes more efficient. Is what is your process? How do you get a, a, a potential client to actually buy? Yeah, um, that's the big process of buyer's journey, the sales process. What is that process? And if you can't write it down, you can't figure out where the bottlenecks are. You can't poke holes in it. Um, so that that's one thing we will put into place. It's it's the, the financial aspect of it. It's the accounting. You know. You cannot scale a business unless these things are put in place. You can't measure it. So if you, if you don't know the process, you can't measure it. Yep. If you can't measure it, you can't, can't manage it. You can't test it. And you can't manage it, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and you're running around with your head cut off on, on a regular basis. What are some takeaways that, that, that someone can begin implementing today to, to, to make their business um, more efficient and or to prepare themselves to they reach out to you uh, to take part in your offerings? Well, uh, if you do want to have a screening call uh, with me, we do go through a, about an hour and a half uh, conversation for sure. You can reach out to me directly at steven at denverbusinesscoach.com um, or 
info at denverbusinesscoach.com as well and get a lot of information that way. Forgot the question. You <laughs> <laughs> put the plug in. Yeah, the put question. the plug. <laughs> All right, if I'm watching this right now yeah. and I'm, I'm kind of in the ball, like, you know, like I'm a solopreneur, my mm-hmm. business is rocking and rolling, I don't have processes in place, or at least I don't mm-hmm. think I have them in place, um, I might be considering to reach out to you to get some business coaching but you know i i, I just want to get some advice on what a business owner can start doing like what is something they can walk away with from this conversation with you today uh that they should be doing right now moving forward sure um it is a process it's a, it's a journey it's a it's a fun journey if you're not having fun we should start thinking about something else that's that's, right. that's a big thing great component right <laughs> yep absolutely um, are you noticing business owners are, are not having fun and then once they figure out that they start putting some processes in place and that they're uh, you know becoming more mindful of what they're yeah. doing, that, that that fun dial starts to, to kind of turn back up? Absolutely. You know, it, it goes back to that efficiency aspect of it. Um, you know, it, once the processes are doled out and they are running smoothly, the efficiency means more time. Yeah. If you have more time for yourself, you have more time to actually think about where your company is going you have more fun with it. Cause then you're like, Oh, this is future, right? right? This is where I can go. This is where I'm going to get to go. But if you're doled in and you're trying to figure out what this process is and why these clients aren't signing on and you're, that's what your day to day is. That's stressful. That's not fun. So it's, it's being and able when to that's happening, when you're stressed out, you're not having fun and you see that happening, you actually you're probably not seeing it happen, but your clients are seeing it happening. Mm-hmm. And that could be another factor on why people aren't working with you. Um, you're, not, you're not having fun, you're disgruntled, your processes are all screwed up, and that's why you got to talk to my man Stephen over here to make sure that we dial that in together uh, to, to help you out and, and make that make sense. So again, one more thing, uh, be in charge of your success. Uh, we have a, 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 a workshop uh, partnered together um, with Denver Business Coach, Purpose Pioneers, and McGee Productivity Solutions that we're putting together on an ongoing basis that we really want to bring you a high level of value and impactful information that you can make practical within your business on an ongoing basis. Um, Stephen um, Cockney here is going to be drilling down to help you out on uh, if you work with him directly to really get deeper and deeper um, into your business and help you get to that next level, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about some success stories that you've had with clients that, that really come to mind. And don't think too much about like, what was the first one that came out? You don't have to say their, their business name, sure. but let's talk about that scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of my favorite stories that, that we have, a client that I'm currently working with, um, is something I, I love being a part of. It's it's this, this guy who had a passion, who had a hobby, um, decided to quit his nine to five, his very easy paying job, um, and jump in and just do this and do do what he wanted to do. Um, and he didn't know how to do it. So, and he wanted to do it the right time or right the first time. Good, good. Want to do it right the first I'm, time. I'm, I'm gonna come back to that. That's a great point. So yeah, go ahead. absolutely. And um, so we we've been able to work together for a couple months now. Um, we've hired our first employee. Um, for the company, full-time employee, and uh, we're, we're getting our foot in the door in a lot of places that we need to get into, changing up the marketing strategies. And this is your client, we say we, right? Yes, correct, good. yes. Um, and we, we are 
getting into where we want to get and uh, we can really see a, a path being carved um, already for this year which is great it's only the second month of the year right. almost third month um, but you know we can see the path and it's actually going the way that we're, we're planning it on going it's the company's growing it's better than it was last year having it a full-time employee um, and all these things are it's just coming together and it's a beautiful story really and so it's an ongoing jersey journey and we're getting it done. Have people from the corporate world reached out to you to say, you know, I have a business idea, I'm scared to pull the trigger, and because of that, they're still stuck into their corporate job, and and, and that's not good or bad. Yeah. Uh, to you know, but if, if you're wanting to walk away from that, because I hear this all the time, like people come to Ira, like, you know, I've, I've been thinking about getting into this business, I just don't know how to do it. Yep. Um, how, how, how are you able to assist those individuals and what advice might you be able to give to those individuals that are, you know, that has been lingering in the back of their mind, they're just scared to pull the trigger because they don't know how to do it right the first time. Right the first time. And there's really no right the first time. There's a lot of failing <laughs> moments uh, in that first time as well. Well, that's the benefit of having a coach is we, we have gone through this and we've gone through it not only ourselves personally, um, but our clients, we've gone through a lot of struggles. So we can't, we anticipate what is going to happen in your industry and with your business. So we can, at the very best, um, provide you with what it could look like, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that, you said it right there, the, the problem that happens with a lot of these, these thinkers are, I don't know if I want to break ties from my cushy, you know, really reliable job to pursue what I really love. Right, right. And, you know, my best advice is do it. Yeah. You know, just go for it because once you once you do it and get into it, it is so much fun. It's so enjoyable. Um, and, and you get to do what you really love to do. Um, and that's, that's really what I got to say about that. It's um, what we can do is provide a, a, a roadmap for you to follow. And then you can make the decision if you do want to jump but I'm always going to tell you to. There you go. That's awesome. And he's always going to try and catch you just in case you trip and fall. Um, got that, that's big net. Yeah. yeah, yeah, big net. That's, that, that's what it's about. So how important is it, and, and, and this is probably a different topic of discussion, but mind, um, having mental wellness within the entrepreneurship community, um, you know, again, it's a, long, it's, a, it's a lonely journey. You can beat up yourself a lot. You mentioned earlier today about you know finding carving out that time to, to get your mind right. Um, is, is is that a key component within within your your, your conversations when you're talking to the business owners and, and perhaps you know they some business owners might be coming to you at a, at a pure desperation. They have nothing else to do um, other than speak to you because they you know they spent their last fifty thousand dollars of investment. Um, they they put everything all all in one basket and now they're like, oh, I don't know what to do next, right? So. Before someone gets to the point of desperation, how, like what, what activities and what, what words of advice do you have to say? How do you stay mentally prepared and sharp and, and have that right wellness uh, when it comes to operating a business? Turn off your phone, shut your computer, and do something you love to do. <laughs> it's, it's one of the easiest and uh, best uh, mindfulness activities you can do is, is drawing or writing. Just letting your brain spill out. Um, it, it's, it's fun, and if you feel your mind going back to your business, switch your activity. Do something else because productivity happens and creativity happens outside of your business yeah. when you're not actually in your business, working in your business. You can do the day-to-day, -day, the emails, the, the drafts, the, the proposals, everything like that, but where you're actually gonna find your success and your creativity for your business is outside of that, doing other things. Good, I love to hear that.
Now, one one value add I, I, I know that Steven is able to bring uh, bring to a business is that you network um, just about as much as I do, right? Uh, and I network pretty heavily. I'm a connector. But many business owners are stuck in that box, that retail environment, that office. Um, you know, may, maybe you know their business might be out um, in the you know out in the mountains somewhere, but they're stuck in that mindset of their business. And they don't have an opportunity to go out there and network, which is why I, you know we have Flow and Hustle to talk about this, to bring this to you, so that way you can get advice on a regular basis. But how deep is your network in terms of being able to be a resource to business owners who don't have the luxury of getting out there, going networking events, meeting with other business owners, and having crucial conversations uh, that you can you know say, hey, you know what, this is someone you need to speak with, and whether they do business or not, a service provider or not, um, they can trust and rely on you to go through that vetting process. Absolutely. We, we work with people in all types of industries outside of just our client base that we trust because we're working with them. Yeah. Um, but the network of people that, uh, that I have, that, you're, that you have, um, it's, it's an opportunity for business owners to not think, not have to shop around for the best accountant, the best CPA, the best, you know, whatever you need is chances are I know someone that can provide you with what you need or... I know someone who knows someone right. who can provide you with what you need. Right. Um, so that's a, a complete value add to people who do work with uh, Denver Business Coach um, and, and coaches for that matter is that networking ability is I got I got a book of business of people from all across uh, types of industries that can help you succeed in what you need. I love that. And that, that was one thing, you know, when I was in financial sales, meeting with business owners on a day-to-day basis, I had always asked them, like, what's your biggest struggle? Um, and a good amount of time, they're like, I just don't know where to go for resources. It's not that they weren't being resourceful. Like, they were actually looking around, but they're always skeptical. So when they can find someone like yourself that say, hey, you know, I got someone that you need to speak to. I got someone that, that we can address these concerns with. It allows them to continue to put their, their ease at, you know, their mind at ease to keep on focusing on what they're doing best because it's, very, it's a very daunting process to go through the vetting process and to get out there and network and spend weeks and weeks, if not months, to, to establish a strong relationship that you're able to do on your behalf, on your behalf yeah. um, and you can't put a price tag on that at all. No, you can't. So. You know, if many business owners, I'm sure they're like me as well, I take a week to buy a, a pot. <laughs> you know, I got to figure out what that best pot is, where the boiling point happens. And, you know, it, it's it takes time. It yeah. takes time to find something that you like to find the right fit. And working with me, I can I know I can figure out what your personality is. and I can connect you with someone that you I know you will like. Dude, a good fit, a good, yeah, a good match, right? Absolutely. All right, guys, Ira Coleman here. This is the founder of Fluent Hustle. We got Stephen Conkey here, Denver business coach. And before we uh, be in this cast, I want to uh, uh, Facebook live, live, I should say, what's the best advice that you can give to an entrepreneur that is struggling right now uh, that might feel like they're complacent, that their business isn't going in the direction that they're going in? This is away from Flow and Hustle. This is away from, you know, different business coaches' intentions overall. What comes to mind in terms of some advice that you can give someone uh, that might be, you know, unsettled in what they're doing? I was going to say, call me, but you know, you took that off the table. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, for any business owner who is struggling with what they're doing, it's it's very important to take the time to, to breathe and understand what you really want, um, to, to figure out where you want to go, what is important to you, and what is important to the company, what are your core values, and what is actually driving you. 
Remind yourself of that. What is your motivation? What is your desire to continue on the path that you are on? Um, and just keep reminding yourself about that. When, when you know, you can't keep up with sales calls or whatever it is, it's, it's just keep reminding yourself of why you're doing what you're doing. And, and that's, that's probably the best, you know, real quick thing I can, th- I can uh, throw out there to anybody who, who does own a business. And it's three words, like three words, ask for help. Yeah. Right? <laughs> ask for help um, because if you're not asking for help, you definitely continue to put yourself into a trench that gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, and we're, we're all we're all battling through the trenches together. Uh, but we want to make sure that you know you, you just take a moment to be humble and ask for help when necessary. So uh, again, Stephen Conkey here, different business coach. Give him a call. Reach out to him. We'll post his contact information in the comments below. Thank you very much for coming hey, on board. Thank you. Hope you Appreciate guys it. Get some it, was good, fun. it definitely is fun. It's always a fun time to do this. So hope you guys got some value out of this. Uh, be in charge of your success event coming up. Also, um, you guys are doing a virtual coaching session as well? Yeah, uh, we're launching it in April. Okay. Um, so definitely uh, keep you involved on that. Um, it is a uh, business class, pretty much. A business course um, for the entrepreneur who is thinking about starting their business or has begun to start their business. Um, it's about a 52-week course um, for this. And we give very practical apply today business lessons um, on a weekly basis. Love it. Love it. Well, good stuff, guys. Hey, Flow and Hustle here. We're here to empower you. We're here to promote your business. We're here to also help you get through a higher level of achievement by getting the stories of other entrepreneurs and industry experts like Steven that can really be practical to your business on an ongoing basis. Thank you very much for tuning in. You guys have a wonderful day and you'll see you in the next show. Take care, guys. See ya.